a pair of crows with dark blue bodies and vermilion wings. Let's call them Cravine and Dre. The result of an Amon promotional stunt a few years ago, they fly over the city of Duskbanter. Behind them, the massive megaplex of Amon advancements looms over the city it controls, the ziggurat casting lights far up into the sky. The crows go to land as they look down and see their greatest enemy, Arturo Graves, a Corleon pushing a small food cart filled with meat-stuffed corn pastries. They land on the edge of the overpass, watching Arturo push his cart across the street in front of the freeway on-ramp. They turn to each other, frustrated at the metal box for keeping them from the amazing treats inside. Silently, they offer a prayer to ancient and uncaring gods. They both look up as the sound of gunfire fills the air, and a large black Hedron-powered SUV smashes into the cart, scattering its food in every direction. Directly behind it, a van follows up onto the ramp. As Arturo screams in anger at the passing vehicles, two happy crows land in the street, begin feasting upon their answered prayer. Welcome to the beginning of Episode 6, Dosh, Lightsaber Check. Oh shit, I'm here! Okay, uh, I'm gonna do this one on my table because you gotta do lightsabers for real dice, right? A 5, and boop, 13. Jesse! Hey, I'm Jesse, I'm playing Oswald Rayland, and I rolled off my desk, I'm gonna roll again. Got a 16, and a 10. Sean! I'm Sean, and I'm playing 4s. I swear to God... I've rolled a 20. <laughs> <laughs> Another false start. Oh, backed up by an 18. Oh, so close. Damn. This is John playing as Lucius, and I rolled a 9. Very well. As the vehicles enter the freeway, Oswald, which one yeah. are you on top of? Well, i just like to say that on my way to being on top of one of those vehicles, I am definitely swooping down and grabbing a hot dog from the road. <laughs> Which means my hands are going to be full, because now I've got, you know, a cobbler under one arm and a hot dog in the other hand. So that's going to make things tricky. But I don't care, because I want a hot dog. So uh, I'm going to land on Lucius's van. I'm going to be on the van with, with Lucius. All right. It is nighttime as you guys are driving forth. There are not too many cars out here, but the banter support vehicle, gunfire sprays out from them, striking the side of the van. As you guys race between other hedron vehicles upon the freeway, uh, you can see that Toger in the middle there is not buckled in or anything, but is clearly waiting for a moment. Dosh, driving, go ahead and give me your drive check versus theirs, whether you decide if you want to move in front or behind, and how you're trying to get there. Yeah. You're about four exits away from a starborn transportation port. If they get there, Toger will be able to teleport out. Cool. Yeah, as I'm driving, I'm going to pop up in the glove compartment and reach in for a gun that I hope is there. Lucius, do you have a gun in the glove compartment? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just me, like, patting around inside there, like, looking, trying to duck down real quick to see, like, look at you and just pointedly, the fuck, as I uh, roll a 23 with my drive check. And say, boss, we need to have a talk. <laughs> <laughs> Now's as good a time as any. <laughs> All right, with the 23 in your drive check versus their 28. Ooh. Both of you weaving in and out of traffic, passing by a lizard folk on a Vespa, a halfling family, and a comfortable-sized small vehicle. Neither of you is getting ahead of each other, though you can see from the back of the SUV, the top hatch opens up, uh, revealing a chain gun. (laughs) We're side-by-side right now? Correct. You're both racing side-by-side as you guys move down the freeway. All right. With this first check, you'll pass by a giant billboard. For the new season of Dungeon Crawl, a local 
kind of fan favorite reality TV show of people that have to go through dungeons uh, to get prizes. On it, you see the statuette figure of Ty Fralin. Next to it, it has the in, in giant kind of logo letters. What would you do for one more chance? <laughs> you pass under the bright lights, uh, racing side by side with the banter support vehicle. For some reason, I'm picturing like a Howie Mandel deal or no deal looking. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> totally an Illican host that wears a red haired wig. <laughs> uh, cover his tentacles. Well, I'll pull the pistol out of my shoulder holster and give it to Dosh. <laughs> I carry my guns on me, not in the glove compartment. <laughs> you got that grenade ready for us? Yeah. Because they got that chain gun ready. It's pointed out the back, right? Correct. All right. Yeah, they're trying to get in front of you guys as you were trying to get in front of them. Luckily, you guys are currently racing late at night, so there's not a lot of vehicles upon the freeway. In the far distance, you guys can hear the sounds of seeker sirens heading towards the Bayview community where gunshots have been recently reported. And uh, an out-of-control fire, maybe? I guess I'll try to bring the uh, the van closer to the side of the SUV, and uh, I'll ask Lucius, uh, you mind rolling down the window? <laughs> <laughs> in case this grenade works don't get too close and yeah i'll roll down the window and i'll just start trying to unload into the car <laughs> is this a roll down window or a button window this is a uh button window <laughs> we're in the future right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but is your car older than 1995 <laughs> I, I we're gonna say don't... there's a push button on the center console I just didn't know if uh, if Lucius would have gone with analogs. So that way, you couldn't lose control of the windows. <laughs> He's also one of those types that talks your ear off about analog uh, music formats. Right. It's just got a richer sound. <laughs> More full-bodied. So, uh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. Are we saying that uh, there's different varieties like cars like we... Let, let's take it back. Let's go back to analog because we would be cheaper than that. <laughs> I mean, so it's inherited from your father and grandfather. I don't know if there was that option. Idea. Yeah, let, let's let's go with that. What do you call that rolly thingy that you roll down windows with? Hand crank. Right. So magically that hand crank starts going off. Yeah, just mage hand that crank. Exactly. And it's only slightly slower than a modern vehicle. Where's the ammo for this chain gun? Is it already loaded into the vehicle, or is it like in a belt feed that they haven't put in yet? Like, what are we already looking at? The back end of the chain gun sticking out of the hatch appears that they're feeding it from the inside. Okay. I'm going to try and mage hand my hot dog into that hatch, just to distract them. Fair enough. Uh, Go and give me a bluff check for this. Okay. I rolled a 15 for a 15. <laughs> the kid with the cat is throwing hot dogs at us, sir. What do we do? <laughs> <laughs> so with a 15, the hot dog goes flying across into the back of the hatch. The current mercenary using it, the halfling, simply looks at it for a moment. <laughs> for this occasion. Okay, so. uh, before he loads up the gun. <laughs> Sounds like I bought us about two and a half seconds. I'll take it. Just do that two more times. We got around. Right. <laughs> so as you guys continue to swerve, go and give me drive checks. 
Sorry, boys, I can't stop dropping them in 20s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, you could stop. Are we not able to throw that grenade yet? You're having a hard time of finding the spot. Yeah, I rolled a 14. You can't see a 20, which is a 30. Beating your number more than twice, they are able to get in front of you uh, with oh, it. fuck. You will see the glee on the halfling's face as he opens up fire from the chain gun. I zigzag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, under the light of a billboard for the Chaos Dragon's Festaganza annual celebration, with the animated dragon chasing its tail, a spray of bullets will cut across the freeway towards you guys. Go ahead and give me your drive check as a reflex check. Okay. Uh, I'm going to throw my last panache on this one because I don't want to fuck it up. I rolled a 20. Oh, nice. So with that, you, as well as Lucius, would normally take 25 damage. With the 20, though, you pass, so you will take 12 damage each. As bolts cut across the van. All right. Most of those bullets don't really find me, but I do get clipped a little bit. I'm more pissed about my shirt. Can I take that as an opportunity to use the billboard and like swing across to the other vehicle? Yeah, absolutely. You're able to launch forward a harpoon to grab onto their vehicle. Awesome. I intend to land on top and again, just continue to serve as a distraction. Very well. I have other plans when I have more actions. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Very well. So as you guys pass the Festiganza billboard, chain gun spraying across, other cars behind you are slamming on brakes, trying to get away from it. The lizard folk on a Vespa is definitely hiding behind uh, some cones if they can. As you guys continue to move forward, what are you guys doing? I'm putting my gun out the window and I fire back as I tell the boss, we need to talk about our armaments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, this... I really wasn't expecting this. Because <laughs> I'm like looking at the like one or two bullet holes on <laughs> that managed to get through. What does the windshield look like? Uh, it's starting the spider web, but this is built for repo work, so it is built a bit stronger than normal. It's a void glass screen. You guys can attach your data pads or privacy hoods, anything to the screen here in order to be able to see it as well. I'm going to shout up towards the front of the car. Can't you get us in front? <laughs> I'm trying! <laughs> <laughs> Bang! Bang! It's going as fast as it can! Bang! (laughs) I'm going to open up the back hatch of the van and go uh, Ember Wolf mode. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I'm going to use my climby claws to crawl out the back and on top of the van. Oh, God. (laughs) Do you actually look like an Ember Wolf? Like one of those sluggy ones we already killed? No, no. It's just they're good climbers. So that's what my claw hands are. Functioning okay. the way theirs do. Okay, that's less creepy. <laughs> no, I'm not turning into one. All right, very well. Moving on to the top of the vehicle. Are you holding anything? Uh, I've got the grenade in one hand. <laughs> Jake Palace with sloth arms and a grenade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just kind of try and stabilize myself with two legs and one arm. And I got the grenade in the other. Already. I'm trying to square up a shot to pitch it into the back to stop that chain gun. All right, you are two exits away from the Starborn transportation. Go ahead and give me your drive check, Dosh. Oh, my Lord. Stop rolling so well. <laughs> Never. All right. Ah, finally, oh! 15 with a 24. <laughs> All right, very well. 
As you speed past a milk delivery truck on its way to Omnimart, you were able to get side by side with it. Hoping uh, Forrest can get the grenade over there or something. Can I get close enough? <laughs> Let's do this real quick. Initiatives. Yeah. Oh, straight doo-doo did initiative roll. Well, I got a total of 12. Perfect. I rolled a one. <laughs> Might be somewhat for the best, because the hope is that I'll be able to help you guide that grenade. As you race along the freeway, Dosh, you're able to get on side of them. Pass by other vehicles. Lucius. I ready my action, waiting for Forrest to throw that grenade. Hopefully I can guide it. Oswald, on top of the Hedron-powered <laughs> SUV, uh-huh. you see them occasionally shooting out the side towards the van, which they're not doing with enough aim to cause damage, but it is putting holes in the side of the vehicle. Can I tell who is driving their vehicle? Like what? Like obviously, I don't. I probably don't recognize them, but like you know, what race? Why does that matter? Because I want to know if they have dark vision. <laughs> 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 because I'm thinking about encasing their car in a globe of darkness. Ah. There is a lizard folk at the driving seat. Slick. Then I am going to, as a swift action, I'm going to target that lizard folk with Litany of Weakness. Uh, so they are fatigued for one round, which won't matter too much. And I will also ready an action. I intend to cast a globe of darkness on this vehicle that I'm on top of as soon as I see that grenade fly in or towards it. Right, Oswald, you're ready to get out of there when you need to? Yeah, I'll handle that part when I get to it. <laughs> Okay, so just so we're on the same page, Oswald, you cast Litany of Weakness. It does require you to be able to see the creature, so that means you do have to lean ah, over the side. I imagine I probably had to do that anyway to, to see what race was driving, so. Correct, yeah. No, I mean, yep, so that's fine. That's what I'm doing. I'm leaning over the side. All right. Uh, lean over the side. You're able to target the lizard folk. As all of a sudden, they get a little bit weaker. Their driving gets a little bit worse. Machine gun's not able to function from the back, so fours. You are side by side with the vehicle. All right. Well, shoot. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> throw this thing in the back. So I'm going to slap the top of the van above the driver's seat. <laughs> I'll say four is just throw it in front of the van. I'll take care of the rest. Okay. Just roll it. I rolled a twenty-three. <laughs> and my ready to action is to hold that grenade close to the van as we're moving. As the grenade goes flying out in front. Before wind force starts taking it back, your ready action for the mage hand is able to scoop it into the front of the windshield <laughs> and kind of hold it there. And I cast darkness. So if they crash on the freeway and explode and die, what is our earnings from that? I mean, the cybernetic limbs will still be there, right? Might be easier that way. They shot first. They have the chain gun. I mean, before that, they tried to kill a cat, so I'm not feeling very charitable to this guy. <laughs> All right, very well. Darkness is cast. Yeah, what's Cobbler doing? Uh, I'm holding Cobbler literally under an arm. I haven't had a chance to do anything else with Cobbler. <laughs> so she's probably, like, digging her claws into my torso as I'm, like, swinging around. With a 20-foot radius, all of you are blanketed in darkness. <laughs> <laughs> do any of you have dark vision? Exceptional senses, dark vision, 30 feet. I've got dark vision. So do I. So just Lucius is like, ah, shit! I don't know if I can guide that grenade anymore. Uh, I'm an Illican, so I do. I am able to gain or remove dark vision. As a move action? As a standard action, so I haven't turned it on yet. <laughs> so at the moment, I'm blind. <laughs> the android does have dark vision. Yes. 
and is able to see what is happening. With a giant globe of darkness cast upon the freeway with the two moving vehicles, the lizard folk driver will curve to the left, trying to push your vehicle into the wall. Go ahead and give me your check as opposed to theirs. Yeah. Ah, 16. So, as you guys can't see any of the billboards or things happening outside of this bubble of awful, uh, <laughs> as you have the vehicle, shots firing, sirens in the distance, they will push your vehicle to the left uh, towards the barrier. Oswald on top, you can definitely feel the shift in the vehicle. Mm. Fours as well. It is time, after Dosh, for the steel grenade to go off. <laughs> <laughs> so, Two things are going to happen here. Amongst the darkness, the steel grenade will explode, lashing out with living metal in every direction, trying to grab onto a solid surface as it tries to solidify and hold on. At the speed you guys are going, I will need a drive check from both of you versus DC 25. Oh, not flip your vehicle. Oh, God. For those of you on top of vehicles, this will result in damage to you. I would prefer to no longer be on top of a vehicle. <laughs> Can I get a like a bonus since I'm aware this is going to happen? You with dark vision, I'm yeah. absolutely down to give you a bonus to this. Okay. In this way, we'll give you fifth edition advantage. Okay. So you'll roll two d twenty and choose the better. Uh, the other guy does not have that. Well, snap dango. The <laughs> <laughs> natty twenty for twenty nine. Nice. <laughs> not just that. A netty 20 on the first one and a 27 <laughs> on the other one. So both accomplished our hero. It is the other guy. The lizard folk natty one. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, I picked the wrong vehicle to be on top of. <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, Oswald has nowhere to look or go to to send out a branch of his harpoons. Yeah, this is going to hurt. <laughs> this is going to hurt. So with the darkness cast on both vehicles, with the living steel lashing out, trying to grab onto anything as two vehicles bump against each other, Dosh, you are able to ride the rail. Like as half of the van gets pushed up on the side of the barrier here, the living steel grabs on, rips out windows, tears off the door next to Lucius, uh, but does not stop your vehicle as you continue moving forward. Behind you, in a block of darkness, you see that darkness accelerated and flung 15 feet up into the air. Oh, shit. Coming out of it for Lucius and Fours, uh, the world is bright for a moment as you see the amazing billboard of <laughs> everyone's favorite mega shopping center, Omnimart, as there is a giant hard light squid floating around holding a bunch of grocery bags. You know it as the saving squid. <laughs> I'm sure you're not focused on that. As the darkness bubble goes flinging into the air before sliming into the ground, shattering metal, broken glass, fills the air. <laughs> Sorry, the near-death experience of just total darkness and then just saving squid. <laughs> I'm just white-knuckled in the passenger seat and turned to Dosh. It fucking worked. Between the darkness, your door has been ripped off your side. So at some point in absolute darkness... Wind and cold fills the right side of you as the saving squid comes into view. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably have to do like the one hand grabbing like Lucius so he doesn't fly out of the car. 
as I try to slam on the brakes and skid to a stop. Oswald. Yeah. Uh, have you ever been on a Gravitron or one of those fun bear rides? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know the ones you're talking about. Yeah, they 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 spin real fast, and you're pressed against the back wall, and centripetal force keeps you there. Yeah, exactly. Imagine that, but you can't see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been in one of those too. It's you know, it's terrifying at first, and then you just gotta get used to it because you're just gotta there until you <laughs> aren't. <laughs> you and Cobbler feel as though there is no actual ground. There is the metal behind mm. you of a vehicle, which might be above you. The cat meows <laughs> as I require a reflex save from you as this vehicle comes crashing down amidst darkness on a freeway. Yeah. Hey, I rolled an 18 on the reflex save for a total of 24. I assume that an impact is coming my way. Um, I'm going to do my best to like cradle cobbler as I land. Like, I'm not sure where I'm going or how I'm landing, but that's that's my priority is cradling that cat. All right, I will... Let you take the damage for the cat. Hooray. <laughs> that being said, sparks strike everywhere. Clangs, metal, concrete being shattered, glass broken. Somewhere you hear swear words coming from inside the vehicle you're supposedly riding. Or maybe <laughs> you were holding up. I don't know. It's everything has gone everywhere. That's good, though. That I'm hearing things. That means I'm not just outright dead. Alrighty. You take 17 physical damage. Ugh. Ow. That is including your portion for the cat mm-hmm. as you end up bruised all along your right side, a cat cuddled up next to you. <laughs> your right arm has severe road rash. Yeah. You can hear the honking of other vehicles and the uh, distant tune of the Omnimart. <laughs> okay. Can I tell if, if the vehicle is above me? Like, am I pinned under the vehicle? Can I tell where the vehicle is at all? other than just near enough that I'm in the darkness? Right now, you think it's to your right. Okay. Um, I will do my best to move away from the vehicle. Very well. On foot, I should clarify. (laughs) As you guys come to a stop about 60 feet away in the wrecker, you're able to look back. You'll see the silhouette of a small character wearing a large mining pack on their back. (laughs) You'll hear the meow as they run. As the vehicle seems to be in place, but it's hard to get a direct visual on it with the darkness spell cast upon it. In the light of the Omnimart, what do you guys do? I got a question, and how fast were we going when they went to a full stop like that? With the Heatron vehicles, you'd assume about 40 miles an hour. All right. Um, I will, since I'm the only one who can see in the dark right now, right? I will go double check our friend, Oswald, (laughs) make sure he's okay, (laughs) and then head into the darkness. We'll have one of those action movie scenes where Dosh doesn't even have to look at me. He just tosses me the gun and I reload it quick as I get out too. I'm probably going to take a standard action to turn on my dark vision and pull out my secret pistol and turn back and look at the car. I'm going to detract my claws that are completely lodged in the roof of the Hebron <laughs> van and hop down. How far, how far away from the stopped SUV are we? Uh, you guys were about 40 feet. Dosh drove back about 20. Okay. So you guys are just outside of the darkness radius. All right. I'm going to, when I hop down, I'm going to move carefully into the globe of darkness. I've got 15-foot tremor sense. Can I tell if there's any signs of life in the uh, truck? Yeah, between your tremor sense, Dosh's dark vision, 
as well as Oswald switching to Dark Vision. You guys can see Toger Crow has been pasted across the inside of the window. Oh, yes. No. <laughs> uh, you know he was not wearing a seatbelt before. Yeah. And that has uh, resulted poorly for him. There's a briefcase stuck through the neck of one of the humans that was in the back seat, uh, as well as a hand scattered onto the road. Mm. So that was handcuffed. <laughs> you can see one of the humans, their arm is almost halfway ripped off. But you can see it's only held together by the cybernetic upgrades and enhanced tendons. The halfling in the back seat, you can't tell where he begins or ends. There is one thing moving that you can tell definitely with your tremor sense, which is a lizard folk with an assault rival that is currently <laughs> with one arm, uh, pulling himself away from the wreckage very slowly, <laughs> uh, but does have a gun with him. Uh, I'll probably just ignore him since he can't see the darkness bubble. I guess I'll go for the prize and start trying to find uh, the cybernetic arms that, and legs that we need to get from Togru. And definitely that briefcase. Not that I can see that or know very much. <laughs> Using the sliver, I'd kind of describe the scene. And I wouldn't be as descriptive, but, you know, like, oh, yeah, we got three guys dead. Togru's, <laughs> Togru's a smear. I'm going to go over to the lizard man and I'm going to grab him underneath his uh, arms and pull him away from the van. I don't know if the truck is going to explode. As you grab this man under his arms, uh, there's that first immediate moment of panic because he can't see what's grabbing him. Mm -hmm. He screams out as you pull him and start to drag him out. Yeah. I just say, I got you. He's not fighting back against you. Okay. Oh, man, I'm not trained <laughs> in heal. <laughs> I am. So Dosh, Oswald, are you guys able to drag out what's left of Stroger? Sure. And bring that briefcase to how close are sirens at this point uh, probably a few minutes away you guys are able to grab the briefcase with the hand attached to it you're able to grab a large transport case it's probably about mm, six feet long four feet wide three feet high you can definitely get the limbs from toger as well as the ripped apart shards of the human that was uh, in the back seat with the assault rifle. If you're wanting to roll heal check, you can tear out the enhanced tendons. I think this is this is what's known as uh, ghoulishness. Yeah, I have no interest in ripping out the tendons of the guy. I'll take the briefcase and the limbs are looking for. Yeah, it I, it would not be something that I would do automatically. So if nope. Lucius is is instructing to pull those tendons out, then we can we can go through that. But. Nope, Lucius can't see him, so you guys are able to grab the military upgrades on Toger Crow, uh, the briefcases and carrying cases from the back, leaving the chain gun vehicle uh, pretty much everything except for, I guess, the lizard folk you guys dragged out. He does not look like he's bleeding out. It looks like he will be able to recover. But yeah, he definitely does look at you, fours, but does not raise the gun. As he, thank you. Hey, you would have done the same for me. <laughs> I'm going to sit back and just kind of take a breath like, like, whoa, that was nuts kind of. Yeah. He'll reach, he'll reach for cigarettes that are well smushed and covered in blood and realize he has nothing to offer you or himself leaning against the barrier of the freeway uh, <laughs> underneath the, um, dancing saving squid. <laughs> <laughs> the, the gentle hum of the, uh, neon. So much savings. You'll need more arms. <laughs> As Dosh walks away with uh, an arm and, and some legs. <laughs> uh, anything in Toger's pockets? Uh, there's only a 
very mushed blood-soaked pamphlet that says, Visit the Annuli, the best vacation spot this side of the plains. Mm. All right. <laughs> I'll ignore that. <laughs> uh, we should get out of here before the cops come. Yes, we should. <laughs> yeah, look over to Fours. Are we good here? I'm going to look to him. and I, Do you need a lift back? They would kind of cough and... <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah I'll, I'll take a drop off. Fours, uh, <laughs> did you literally just offer him a ride? God damn it. We got space in the back of the van. Everybody in. Let's go. Aw, oh, damn it. I didn't want to get in the van. <laughs> yeah, they'll reach up. They'll say, Chira. I'll repeat it. Chira. Yes, they'll grab onto you and kind of use you to limp. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll have their arm around my uh, shoulders to pull him up. I'll take his gun from him. So you can have it when he drop you off. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want him AK forty seven us in the back of a van. <laughs> yeah, though. Yeah, that, that makes sense. And uh, I'll put on my driving goggles, and I'll be driving this time. I'll probably be in, way in the back, just like crouching in a corner and uncomfortable and hurt, and not caring because I'm petting a cat. I was gonna say when you talk to the insurance people, make sure you tell them that you are driving. I don't even have my license. <laughs> I don't think Dosh does either. Oswald carrying Cobbler, Fours carrying Chira, Dosh in the passenger seat. <laughs> carrying two legs and an arm. <laughs> <laughs> carrying two legs and an arm, as well as in the back, you guys have a large carrying case. Mm. And in the driving seat with goggles on is Lucius. Uh, Lucius, you will see that you do have a missed call from Matilda. <laughs> yeah, great. We're going to be ignoring that for right now. Mercenary, you said your name was Chira? Yeah, they'll look at you. Chira. What are you even going back to? They'll laugh a bit. Guess I have a contract to kill a union leader? Jesus. How about this? I know a great restaurant right across the street from our home. Why don't you hang out for a bit instead of doing that? Maybe we can talk some business. They'll laugh. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> Did you say he was missing an arm? Uh, no, Chira is not. Oh, uh, okay. You can see basically like half their face is road rashed. They were driving the vehicle before they got fatigued. So there's glass embedded in their scales. They have not had a great day, but they were wearing a seatbelt. The fatigue from the spell only lasts one round. They probably don't feel great from being in the wreck. I say, uh, nice moves, Chira. You almost had me there. Yeah, didn't realize retrievers were trained so hard. I'll look to, to Lucius, say, trained? <laughs> I didn't get the I didn't get the beginner's intro pamphlet. I think there's only the one copy, and Gore has it right now. <laughs> I need to talk to HR, I think. And Gore is using that to pick the dirt out from his fingernails. You guys start heading back down the freeway towards the warehouse district where you guys stay. Uh, in the distance, you hear the secret sirens start to pick up uh, as people are obviously calling it a report. A vehicle flipped over on the freeway. As I mentioned before, uh, with summer turning into fall, You'll see Shrop Dell currently cuddled underneath several blankets and newspapers using his chessboard to block the light as he is cuddled in the corner next to the stairs of his apartment uh, trying to sleep. You're able to park and head in at this point. We're looking at almost midnight for you guys. Is Shrop is homeless? Yeah, is he homeless? He might be now. First off, Oswald and Shira, you guys look like a mess. I'll have uh, Gore find an empty bed for Jira. Gore has gone home. It is 
Oh, I forgot Gore doesn't live here. It's the middle of the night. <laughs> it is past his hours. Well, we all know I'm not about to do it. Barry! Uh, the return android approaches as it sees you all getting out of, I guess you would call this a van at this point, bullet holes across all of it. Glass shattered. You're missing a door on one side. <laughs> as Barry just looks at this and, what have you done, Lucius? <laughs> Barry, this is Chira. He's obviously very roughed up. Uh, please find him a room and mend him the best you can. We'll be able to talk about it in the morning. It's late. Yes, yes, absolutely. My goodness. Barry will grab Chira by the hand as they lead them uh, into the building. As you guys are able to park in the back, kind of locked area. Then Oswald, how bad are you? I'll be all right. I, I'll, I'll be able to sleep it off with the Santa survival suits we bought a while back. How about stay here the night? And if we need to call a doctor, we'll do it tomorrow. Okay. I got to run an errand first if I'm going to spend the night here. What? Why? I got to go buy some cat food. Ah. We'll feed it a can of tuna. Do you have a can of tuna? Probably. We'll ask Barry when he gets back. Just, just make that executive call. Are you a tuna guy? I was more questioning whether you actually have food in the establishment. Like, I figured you just couldn't afford it. <laughs> yeah, we're always eating out. <laughs> There's a, what, a mini fridge full of energy drinks and an, an old bottle of mustard. <laughs> you don't know if it's supposed to be that color or... An old bunkum. <laughs> There's food in the house. I just don't care what it is. All right. Yeah, I'll rummage in the kitchen and find a can of tuna or whatever. <laughs> just make sure you get rest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Cobbler follows after you, meowing all the way. But you can tell that Cobbler looks very at home, rubbing up against basically every wall. No. Person. No. Android. No. This isn't your home, cobbler. Too late. It's imprinted. Copcat now. Sorry. It's not <laughs> spraying, right? <laughs> it is not. But once Oswald yells at it, uh, it will jump up onto Oswald's mining gear and onto his shoulder and sit. Oh, all right. That's good enough. <laughs> all right. As for Sharap, he has an apartment, right? He doesn't often sleep outside like this, does he? Shrop has been one of those oddities you know that during the Emberwolf incident was allowed in, but for the most part, Shrop has always kind of sat outside. This is the first time you've seen him sleeping outside. Is he actually asleep right now? Yeah, if you go over and uh, talk with him, he will wake up and be very embarrassed. He didn't used to sleep outside though, right? Am I remembering right from backstory episode one that... He hung out with the baker and, like, had a fairly normal life and lived indoors. Well, you only ever saw him playing chess. That's That That was the limit of your knowledge of this man. <laughs> yeah. I thought I remembered, like, his lifestyle was a little bit different when we saw him in Backstory Episode 1, but maybe I'm misremembering. He's part of the neighborhood. We kind of know him the best that you can as a neighbor, but uh, this isn't the first time we've been back this late, so this is kind of new to us. Correct. Uh, Shrop will, as he turns to you, Lucius, and... Oh, I, I'm very sorry. I, I I didn't mean to bother you. No, you're not bothering me at all. I, Can I ask why Why are you sleeping outside? I, I used to sleep at Brawley's. Mm. But I thought you had an apartment here. Shrop Dell looks very ashamed for a moment as he says that I, I used to have... Yes, I have an apartment here, but I I lost a lot of money and I couldn't pay the rent. And so I'm locked out. Unless I can pay the rent, I can't sleep inside. And so Brawley used to let me sleep there uh, till he went away. And now I don't want to be a bother. 
No, you're not a bother at all. Tell you what, why don't you come stay at ours for now, and we'll see what we can't do to help you out. I couldn't. Do it as a favor to me. Throw out an intimidate. (laughs) (laughs) Don't give me your diplomacy check. Uh, We'll put this at DC 20. Unfortunately, I only rolled a total of 16, unless if he's human. Uh, He's not. Shrubdell, you know, is void. With a 16, the very close, you can tell that he's too embarrassed by this. There's a shame that comes of this that, though not justified, uh, does make him feel that he can't take you up on this. I'll come out of the um, of the shop with my blanket and uh, hand it to him and say, um, I don't need it. I don't have skin. Try to stay warm tonight, and we'll figure this out tomorrow. Though he does look like he doesn't like this either, he does accept it. And so cuddling over, using the chessboard to block the light to his face, he will lean into the corner of the stairs that lead up into the apartment he once had and try to go back to bed. Kind of pat Lucius on the shoulder and like head nod my way back towards uh, the, the office. Yeah, I'll shake my head defeated and follow you and say we will figure this out in the morning. Uh, Very well. I'm, I'm inside. I'm already sleeping. And as my body relaxes, it slowly melts back into my regular fours form. Yeah, in the next room, you can hear Barry trying to talk to Chira as he explains that where the bathroom is, where blankets are, where food is, as Chira just simply thanks him and tries to go to bed. As I'm walking back with Dosh, I'll ask him if he sleeps. I don't need it as much as you guys do, but it does benefit me. I was hoping to look over those cybernetics. Yeah, let's do it. And get an idea of what's inside that briefcase. I don't feel like sleeping much right now. Oh, I get you. So I know Dosh and Lucius are going off to inspect this. Fours and Oswald, what are you guys up to? Fours, sound like you were going to bed? Mm-hmm. Oswald, with Cobbler in tow? Yeah, I'll probably stay awake longer than I should, just playing with Cobbler. But I will also go to sleep. But you go back to your apartment or stay at the place? <sighs> stay at the place because Lucius wants me to. <laughs> I guess I'll, I mean, he had me do this, was it last night, night before? Same thing. So I'll go to the same cot. They open up a secondary cot. The cot you had before is taken up by Chira. Of course. But you're able to crash in their room as you pass out to the uh, awkward snores of lizard folk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would feel a lot more rested at my house or my apartment, but that's okay. (laughs) With that, you guys will go to bed. Overnight, were we able to kind of take a stock of what we have in cybernetics and stuff? You and Dosh are upstairs in your office. You are able to break into the briefcase or the large kind of storage case that was holding the other limbs. I'll let out a sigh of relief on that one. Oh, these are the porcelain ones that look like me, right? They are. Uh, I'm going to pick one up. I'm kind of lost all interest in the military ones now because I'm like, what the fuck is this? And... I'm going to try to appraise them. All right, go for it. Uh, please. That's a well. I rolled a 13. It is unique, right? Like, this is everything that is what you already have designed, as though it was done by somebody else who knew what you should look like. Yeah, looking over, I mean, it's not hard for you to tell that the cybernetics here are an exact match to your own. You can see the mawine threads that create the what would be muscle inside. Uh, the ethereal metal that can pass through other metals, but not other solids. Was there a maker's mark or anything on it? There is. You see the D0 cash sign 4. Hmm. 
It looks like my handwriting does it. <laughs> it does. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> awesome. Uh, you can see that the arm is put in with an advanced Delam multi-tool with a heads-up display, remote hacking, camera, hard light shield, as well as constant tracking built into it. You didn't roll high enough to understand how the legs are built. I'll maybe take another crack at it in a couple of days when I got some time to think about it and spend some time looking at it. Kind of like uh, spend some, some time to take, in a, take 20 in a couple of days, maybe. Sure. Um, is it possible to attach? Like It looks like it's more advanced than mine. The arms, anyways. You are able to disconnect arms and or legs if you'd like. See that the connections for them are built for yourself. Oh, weird. Sorry, what was the name of the uh, the cook that works with Sabrina? Karashi. It's Karashi, but Eric calls him Crunchy. Karashi. So this is arm is an exact replica of my arm, or does one have? It looks like it had more advanced stuff to it, like had tracking and hacking and stuff. It does look like it would be a replica of your arm, except for it is longer and built a little bit sturdier. I'll attach it, I guess, and see what, what happens. Going to have to have specially tailored suits now because one of your arms is longer than the other. <laughs> <laughs> Taking off your current arm and reattaching this, it fits like a glove. Your body's able to adapt to it very quickly. The HUD display comes up. You can see that if you were adept at computer use, you could remote hack. Your hand does have a camera aspect. It does have, it's an advanced law multi-tool, so you can make hard light weapons from it. Uh, okay. You can make a hard light shield. Interesting. Yeah, the legs themselves, still in the case, would probably add about a foot to your height. I mean, I might as well attach them and see <laughs> if, like, when I install the, the firmware for it, if I get an understanding of what they do. Yeah. You stand now about a foot taller than you used to, looming over Lucius. You until these legs are built for speed, as well as gravity acclimation. Those aren't normal limbs, are they, Dosh? Dosh, now wearing all of this, as you look at him, Lucius, you can see that he looms almost spider-like, larger than he was before, but the limbs grant him kind of a gaunt aspect. Dosh. Yeah, I say looming over you. Yes, sir. Dosh, I was hoping that we could give one of these limbs to Karashi. Yeah, he can have mine, my old one. Are you sure? He needs an arm, right? He does. For sure. Yeah, I will gladly donate it for him. I have been welcomed by this community, arms open without any question, and so um, with you and your friends and the people of this neighborhood, so I'm more than willing to help out. Um, I'll be kind of like looking over the arm that you're willing to give away. I'll look over to you and say, I hope you know that you are free. Oh, I 100% am aware of that, but... <laughs> I do um, have nowhere else to go, and uh, you are a welcoming sort of fellow, and I appreciate that, especially for my insectricities. How do these things even attach? Uh, I'll have to go get a socket installed. It'll probably cost them some, some money, but uh, that's the cheap part of it. Can a doctor do that? Uh, that'd have to be a specialized cybernetics doctor. We'll find something in the morning. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of people out. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll, now that I'm all... Call him gangly now. <laughs> Look at the military arms just to see what they're about. Yeah. If you attach the military arms... I don't know if I'd attach them. I'd, well, yeah, I mean... If you inspect the military arms, you can tell they were built for combat. So there's faster reaction speed, higher damage ratio. The legs were built to move quickly in response to things. I guess it's hard to utilize those when you're trapped inside of a tin can exploding. 
Yoda wore a seatbelt. For real, though, wear a seatbelt. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> so we've seen pretty much everything that we've collected from. Yeah, unless you guys want to roll a disabled device to try to unlock the briefcase with the hand attached to it. If only someone had knock. <laughs> womp, womp. <laughs> I'll give it a shot. I mean, I'm not terrible at this stuff. I'll aid you on that. I rolled a 26. I do not aid with a 7. Dosh, as you grab upon the briefcase with the hand still attached to it, you see, using the hand, as well as some tools, you're able to open it up. Inside, there's a single data chip. Ooh. Do I have a slot in my arm? <laughs> my newfound arm? You do. You are able to use your newfound arm to understand that this data chip has a program inside it built to erase a single entity oh, from the Amon registry at the same time. With a computer use check, you would also be able to create a new entity that would adapt over that. I'm going to appraise it, see how much it's actually worth. Oh, God, I'm so bad at appraise today, a 12. <laughs> I'm actually quite interested in that as well. I got a total of 25. With the 25, Lucius, you know something like this, depending on the person, could be worth thousands. On an average cost, this should be around twenty to 30,000 credits. We just need to find the right person. You need to find the right person, but the the kind of people who are looking for this, that's the average cost you'd expect. Mm. Yeah, the kind of person who wants one of these are probably usually in desperate situations. And it makes sense for Togar, because he was down hundreds of thousands of credits. But had he got to the teleportation station, he would have been able to leave off to Delam and find himself with a new reality and new name. Same shitbag. <laughs> attempted cat murder right maybe we should hold on to this uh, i mean we can sell it but i wouldn't go through gore's people i completely a... agree with that okay yeah this this is something that we'll need to handle with some finesse technological phoenix down but i'm glad you were able to decipher what it is and yeah, these new arms pretty handy also who the fuck is making these and why is they why are they named dodge <laughs> is there any chance that you made it in the top right of your HUD display, it does say Dosh. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a lot of memory from before. I, uh, I mean, out of the crate. I had like vague memories of, you know, grandeur of parties and living in the high life, but it really, it, nothing solid. Like, it feels like kind of like I woke up from a dream. Hmm. Kind of awkward to ask, but how many components are you made up of? Uh, I guess I'll see if I can run a schematic, kind of get a general idea. I'm going to say entirely, that's up to you. Okay. <laughs> I'll say it's hard to count. Uh, how many components are you made up of? A lot. Yeah. It's kind of similar. I it's see. just mine are a little bit more modular in aspect. I mean, I didn't really thought about changing my arms or legs until today, so at least four. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go get new clothes. All right. Well, I think I can finally rest. So how about I'll see you in the morning? Yeah. I'm going to go for a walk. Yeah, I think I would do the same thing in your position. Right, and steps well. like you're on the block. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's solid. Um, as the darkness of night continues, as Dosh exits the building where his friends are asleep, as Shrapdel cuddles underneath a extra layer of blankets they didn't have before, Dosh, you're able to move very quickly. Uh, you can feel your limbs as you stretch and move them. If you get fast enough, you 
can feel yourself be able to run across the sides of buildings. Oh, shit. But this still comes at a cost. There is a small part of you that feels, in the back of your head, the eyes watching. Mm. Six of them, brilliant and blue, layer three upon three as they stare at you. As you move across walls, as you move quickly down the street, the eyes are there. You see them, multiple sets. They keep following you. Five of them, 30 eyes in total, as they're always there watching, waiting, whispering, you shouldn't be. But with that, it is a cold autumn night. As you stand out here, before you look around, you see the drunk members of Moonrats laughing, throwing cigarettes and beer bottles at each other. You see blink dogs racing by. Up above, the light rail continues, and you are here in the depths of dust banter in the middle of the night. Yeah, I don't have any um, anything in mind. Just my guys. Dash is just trying to clear his head. He he remembers from the party hearing about the a new dash model. Yeah, a new dash model. So he's kind of like just having a little existential crisis as he goes for a, a walk and stretches his legs. But thinking about his cursed legs. Yeah, <laughs> get a little bit of cyber psychosis going on. And uh, as a, I'm just, yeah, just hanging out. I'm not, don't have any real plans. Yeah. I mean, before Dosh returns back to bold requisitions, there is the feeling that Dosh gets, there's more terrifying than anything that comes with these arms and legs, which is those eyes are hunting you. They're pulling you. They have torn apart your limbs before you ever got a chance to move. But you walk into bold requisitions and Barry is there <laughs> and looks at you with, would you like a tea? You have a candy knack of knowing what people need, Barry. I appreciate it. I've watched a lot of people come and go. Well, hopefully uh, I stick around. And Barry does smile and look back at you and says, I would like that. Good night. Have a good night, Barry. And you get the, ah, uh, <laughs> requisitions was filmed in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> Except for the eyes watches me, so it turns into the, like, too many cooks in the kitchen sketch. <laughs> so the next day, it is a crisp, cold Sunday. And I'll have woken up extra early this day. You wake up to the sounds of Snow Days, Oblix and Sandra, everyone's favorite morning news radio show. <laughs> oh, what a crazy night! As they play clips of a car flipping over on the freeway, covered in darkness. Oh, who was filming that? This is why you don't use magic, folks. <laughs> it's not safe. Oh, my God. Can you believe they were driving and casting? <laughs> the radio will taper off as Barry comes in with your morning coffees, teas, as well as a little bit of tuna. Hey. Yeah, we'll, we'll turn the radio off. <laughs> Chira stands there in your front lobby. They look kind of uncomfortable a bit. You can see that they're still very bruised up and wounded as they are not sure how to proceed. Uh, first, Chira, welcome. Um, this is where we go get breakfast. Let's go. Well, hold on a second. They're not open right now. Because uh, Karashi can't cook. Oh, that's right. I think the cops also shut them down. <laughs> We're waking up early because I want to call in to get Karashi fitted for an arm and get a hold of Sabrina early in the morning. To try to get breakfast going today. As you get ready to call, Gore will come in for the day. Uh, you will see Gore blush as he looks at Chira and kind of like, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, new employees, as he goes immediately to his HCOM to start posting. 
I love how Gore is our fence slash social media manager. <laughs> That's why Gore is my picture on Twitter. Yeah, I guess walking over to Chira, I'll start like still thinking about Dungeon Crawl, like muttering to myself, God, I would rule that game. Would you, though? You get a nasty look. <laughs> Anyways, you still look really rough. Yeah, they'll look at you and... <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's fine. I'm still very confused why you even saved us. Or saved me. Well, you were hired. They know who saved them, but... And they'll look at fours. Oh, but do they? This man this man was saved by Jake Palace. Last night when you pulled Chira from the burning car, were you Jake Palace? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And yes, absolutely. I'm sorry. I fucked up as a DM. All right. Chira looks at Lucius and just, I don't know what happened, but <laughs> you all saved me. Yeah. And I'm not sure what to do here. My contract was to keep my target safe. And it didn't work out. Yeah. That's a bummer. It happens to all of us. <laughs> but you live through it. Chira looks down at you and, yeah, this is my first day. I was hired for a driver. So there's one thing we like on this team is survivors. <laughs> yep, I snap my fingers and point at Dosh and say he's right. Okay. You don't have to go off and kill union bosses. Maybe you'd be interested in sticking around here. Go ahead and give me a diplomacy check, DC 20. And I roll a natural one. We could have gotten a new driver. We could have done. I was hoping to have some muscle to hang around to protect the place. But... Yeah, you don't have any tricks or anything? No, I got no re-rolls. I've got nothing, man. Unfortunately, we're looking at a 14. Oh, hang on. Is this guy a human? <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's a crispy red one. Shira looks at you, and I really appreciate that you guys did that. That's a professional courtesy I don't think we see in the mercenary community. If I ever have the chance, I will make sure to save you. Sounds like the best we're going to get. They'll put out their arm and go for a handshake. And I'll shake his hand, and then I'll make room for everybody else to do the same. Yeah, I'll shake his hand, and um, I'm going to try to throw a diplomacy check, not to convince him or switch him. I know he's already sat on his goals, but to like say, hey... If you ever change your mind, we are always hiring. The 26. Solid roll. Uh, yeah, they'll say that bold requisitions ever gets a mercenary license. I'll look for it. You don't got to be a mercenary. They'll look back at you and... There's other ways to operate. They'll pull up their phone and you're listed under a retriever class. Yeah, we retrieve some legs and an arm. You're not licensed to be mercenary class. Oh, we're not killers. I'll let my coworkers know. <laughs> <laughs> but they'll close up their HCOM, put it back in their pocket. Thank you guys. They'll wink at Gore on the way out. <clears throat> and Gore will immediately start posting. The whole exchange, Oswald is just kind of like hanging back and feeling awkward, not really meeting the eyes of Chira. He, if he could have gotten away with not shaking his hand, he would have not shaken his hand. <laughs> Oswald is feeling kind of guilty about being the primary cause of those deaths uh, i'll i'll show chira to the door i'll i'm still wearing the bowler hat from last night's party <laughs> and uh when he steps out onto the sidewalk i'll ask him uh do you need me to call your cab or anything i was you hand him his gun do you hand chira their ar-15 <laughs> they'll they'll look back at you and stands for assault rifle 15 it's a good group you got here 
Not a lot of places treat voids and lizard folk well. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll look back. <laughs> kind of confused, like, didn't really occur to me. Yeah, I guess, I guess uh, sometimes you just get lucky. Cheer will say, this is the last time I ever pick a goddamn crow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, how, how are they looking uh, injury-wise? Still rash on the side? As a lizard folk, you can tell damage is done, but it doesn't look like it bothers them. They'll be fine, but it looks bad. Mm. Take care. <laughs> Seeing them to the door, I'll uh, head back inside after a moment. But yeah, inside, Barry is delivering uh, cups of tea, small things of tuna. All of you are here. Gore laughs with you guys, but oh my god, have you seen this picture? And he holds up on his HCOM, Lucius, arm in arm, with Reginald Avori. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Gore will look over. Boss, I did not know that you had favorites. We're changing the subject. Gore, do we have the cybernetics guy coming out yet? I'll get the cybernetics guy out here right quick. Thank you. See that you do. Yep. Sorry. One way or another, we're having breakfast this morning. You guys walk out into the cold autumn day. Uh, you will see at the end of the block. Every time Dosh leaves a room, he hits his head on the wall <laughs> on accident because <laughs> he's a foot taller now and he keeps smacking his head in all the door frames. <laughs> uh, with the thunk of Dosh walking outside. As you guys walk across the street, as you look out at the end of the street where the corner is, Shropdell is there. He has his two blankets. He also has Dosh's coat. He has a chessboard out waiting for opponents. Across the street, you see Sabrina flip the sign at Goodberries. From closed to open, as she walks back, turning on vid screens inside of the restaurant. It's too bad. I promised Chira a good breakfast. You can see Chira way down at the end of the road as they are currently being picked up by Empire Taxi. Yeah, I'll head inside the uh, Good Berries. Yeah, same. Following along. Yep. As you guys head across the street, Sharap will wave at you guys. Yeah, I'll wave back. As you get into Good Berries, though, it is a panic situation. You can see the slick slime on the floor, bubbles on the side of chairs. A young <laughs> Eric stoked in bubbles and in his underwear runs. His father, Esper, chasing after him. Meu Deus, menino, para, não faz isso! As he's screaming, running after him. The child laughing, holding a bottle of syrup. Sabrina <laughs> will walk out slowly, watching out for the soapy bubbles. Please take a seat. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> in the background you can see esper tackle eric before they start to head upstairs to the bathtub <laughs> you're open again sabrina looks at you guys with a hope and a determination i i don't know what happened there was a charity or something but somebody stepped in and Krashi's arm is paid for it's been fully implanted he'll be back tomorrow i mean besides the fact we don't have the good eggs we're we're going to be great. And she'll look at Oswald and, sorry, I'll give you a couple extra, but they're not the good ones. <laughs> That's all right. Thank you. <laughs> I don't think we've lost quite yet. And she looks very happy and excited. She also, I saw your vehicle this morning. <laughs> Are you guys okay? Oh, never better. Just don't watch the news. <laughs> I have children who lie to me, but okay. I'll uh, lean forward. When did uh, Esper get back? His travel to the Vernon Isles got canceled, sadly. Hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Did you say what eggs you were looking for? I'll look at you and say, very pointedly, the special ones. (laughs) 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 All right. She'll look to both of you and I'll I'll get some coffee uh, before she'll wander off. An anonymous donor. Yeah, that kind of sketches me out. Just a bit. Uh, Forrest, can you send Gora text and call off the uh, cybernetics guy? Uh, Yeah, I can do that. I'll go ahead and shoot him a text. He responds with a couple different emojis, like a tongue out one and a like stop sign one. I'm going to ask him to send me a link to that photo he was looking at. See if there are any other pictures from the party. Mm. Yeah, he will send you a reel. (laughs) Someone filming? Correct. There is multiple people filming, but all that's put together of Lucius talking to his brother, Lucius hanging out with Reginald, Oswald hanging off the deck. The All of it cut between multiple scenes of Oswald walking with the shambling of his uh, mining gear. Gore definitely, I didn't even know you guys went to fancy parties. <laughs> uh, Sabrina will come back with the food. She'll say, this is on us. We want to thank you guys so much for getting rid of those creatures that showed up. Oswald, your fried egg omelet is intact with a couple extra eggs inside. Awesome. I'll look up at her and just beam and say thank you. And Esper will walk by and hold out Lothar to give you guys all high fives. (laughs) That I will try to be first for. (laughs) Yeah, hope to God, Lothar. High five. I do not speak halfling, but I will do my best. Probably comes out and I'm like, oh, but a gardo. <laughs> Enough. I'll poke around at my bacon pie for a second and be like, you know, I need to make a phone call. We should probably get paid. I'll step outside to call Ophelia. You will look down. Your phone is ringing and you see Xavier's picture. Sigh real hard and uh, accept the call. Hey, lucky. Just trying to enjoy breakfast. Yeah, I bet you do. I bet you do. Hey, I'm calling on behalf of Matilda. She is super not happy that you're working for Reginald Avori. That picture does not look good. Obviously, I'm not working for Reginald. I just delivered a basket. Sangori has been doing a lot of contract deals with Matilda, and you allying with Avori is kind of a big-ish. Oh, she is super mad. Because if you slip up once, she gets it all anyways, right? Right. And I get that. But I have to slip up first. I'm just saying, uh, you know, if you want to make a run for it, I understand. Um, shit, you could be halfway to farther by now before she even notices you're gone. Hilda can stew for a moment. I won't be messing up. Bold requisitions is mine. Yeah, no, It's always no. nice talking to you, Xavier. And Cole. Yeah, beep. Another long <laughs> sigh, and then I'll call up Ophelia. So while he stepped outside, Esper will say, we've tried to ask Robdell to stay inside before, but... He won't stay in. We bring him food every morning. Does he... He doesn't have a place? No, it was a couple of years ago. He invested a lot of money that went south. Amon Advancements locked him out. He can't go back into his apartment until he can pay the rent. Uh, he tried to sublet it to people, but they didn't pay it either. They took advantage of it. And he's far too in debt to even pay it back. He only got inside last time because of the Ember Wolf incident. Emergency issue, they're allowed to put people back inside a home. Hmm. Be a shame if he died to an ember wolf, but yeah, I know, let him go to exposure. That's fine. I wonder if we can catch him up on his rent, how much that will be. Might 
be cheaper maybe to pay somebody to hack Amon's systems to wipe out the debt? Outside, though, Lucius, you reach out to call Ophelia. Yeah, I send a call to Ophelia. So, yeah, Lucius, as you reach out, you hear Ophelia's voice as she takes a drag from a cigarette. Lucius? Ophelia, we were able to retrieve the limbs from Togar Crow. Watching that data feed, I was very worried about you. My God. Yeah, well, we made it out just fine. A couple scratches to the Hedron vehicle. Yeah. Send somebody to uh, to our shop to pick up goods. There's a lot on my mind right now, but we'll make it right. I saw the picture. You're looking good, but you aren't involved, are you? Nope. Merely just delivered a message. Absolutely. It's what I like to hear. Father would be proud. Good talking with you, Lucius. See you, hon. Have a good day. You guys inside, you can see the commercial starting for Dungeon Crawl. <laughs> it is a reality TV show by Tyf Rayland where different people are able to compete to try to get through a dungeon to find the relic inside so they can come back out to get the prize. Now, a lot of this is based upon next season with the tagline, what would you do for one more chance? Oh, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> so you see on the screen, the red-haired Illican, Fab Ferran, as he points double finger guns, what would you do if you had one more chance to live the best life you've ever had? And it cuts back as it leans into the screen. Dungeon Crawl by Ty Freyland. <laughs> Sabrina and Esper kind of clapping. Oh my God, I love the show. <laughs> I don't think I've ever watched the show, but I'm going to watch now because I think I know what's going on there. I'm probably walking back in. God, I would win that game so hard. Why would you bother, boss? You already had the prize in your hand. It's not about the prize. <laughs> Besides, we already got paid for that. <laughs> yeah, 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 we did. You uh, had an okay phone call with Ophelia? Everything go all right? Well, everybody's worried about certain pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm worried about those pictures, too. I'll bring one up on my data pad. Is it this one? <laughs> yes, yes, fours. It is that <laughs> one. That very one. I don't know why you worry. You guys look great. I'll smile at that. Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, so, yeah. We also look really easily identifiable, huh? Where's Jake Palace? Do we have any of those? Is he a big hit? <laughs> I'll flick through the pictures. Could <laughs> he not be? I'm going to become Jake Palace's agent here shortly. This is ultimately how we get rich. <laughs> <laughs> we stopped the retrieval business mid-campaign. <laughs> 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 There are pictures from that party, paparazzi style of Jake Palace. Jake Palace laying on the couch, not caring. <laughs> <laughs> Look like how Jake, cool and aloof he is. Yep. Yeah, Jake Palace outside on a deck, waving at a burning house. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the subtle highlights in your hair. This is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wants to know, who was Jake wearing that night? <laughs> oh, man. Josh is stoked. Yeah, you weren't the one that had follow-on footage of yourself riding on top of a vehicle that then flipped on a freeway. Why are you scared of that? That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's awesome. <laughs> I'll, I'll say, yeah, and I'll start to see if I can track down, based on the angle, 
Who took the freeway footage? Or what took the freeway footage? Can I get your computer use checked? Yeah, sure can. Gonna roll it up. I got a 19 total. So, Fours, as you hop online, with the 19, you can't quite find where it came from. But you do notice this. There isn't camera of that time. For some reason, between midnight 30 and midnight 45, on the south Sword Eye Freeway, nothing happened. It's not the same data. Okay. I went from mildly curious to now I'm sitting quietly in the booth at Goodberry's with a furrowed brow. I'll speak up. Uh, Fours, eventually Ophelia is going to get back to us with a new job. I'd like for you to look at it over quick. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. What What are you looking into there? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd say sure, but I'm, I didn't look up from my pad. Uh, someone wiped all trace of our little uh, trip on the freeway. We literally heard it on the news this morning. Yeah, that's, uh, I don't know where they would have gotten that from. It's not the same thing. Not the same thing as in, what are you looking at? Show me. Yeah, I'll show the pad and I'll point out the, the gaps. So it's like they were talking about the aftermath, but the actual like event of it happening never happened? Correct. As when I was speaking with Ophelia, didn't she say that she saw it? She did reference it, yes. Hmm. But as far as this seems to translate to news you're watching, uh, there is not a video feed of your vehicle. There's not necessarily even a video feed of them flipping over. Huh. I wonder if... Your sister or brother had anything to do with it? I don't know. Um, I, I've got a hunch. If uh, you guys don't mind me taking the van out <laughs> in the shape that it's in, I think I think I might need to go and take a look at the the surveillance network out there because I know that Amon has drones, invisible drones everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, we know birds aren't real. I think it would be best if we don't travel alone. Uh, Dosh, would you go with him? Of course. Oh, I'd be sitting in the passenger seat then, so I can just... Uh... Oh, shoot. I just realized my drone was parked on the top of their car. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know when it... Would it have just been chilling up there the whole time, or would it have fallen off at any point? I'm guessing if it didn't fall off, it is completely gone. So the surveillance uh, drone uh, sadly has a very accurate recording of attaching to the top of the roof of a vehicle that eventually flips over. Okay. <laughs> you are down to the military drone. My crazy uh, flying spy cam that can detect invisibility is no more. <laughs> and with it, my plans to, to find the Amon surveillance network out here. We drive around the block, and you're just like, my drone. And then we pull back up to good berries. <laughs> I, just, I just remembered. Yeah, you'll have to go visit your drone guy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You can find uh, another supplied solutions van that's just left. You mean applied solutions? Yeah, Applied Solutions, that's the one. <laughs> no, they supplied us with solutions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's probably a good call. We should look into getting our the wrecker fixed. Yeah. 
imagine that's something I can apply myself towards. I'm not an expert in auto repair, but I do tinker with shit. It's kind of how we operate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yep. I'm going to go back to uh, mess around on the data pad, see if I can do anything from there, because my other idea has gone tits up. Lucius, what did you want me to do? Uh, hey. We're heading back to base. And okay. um, while I build up the nerve to call Matilda, I'm going to need you to help me look through a certain area. Okay. And we're going to go down to the secret secret downstairs area and try okay. to figure out what Matilda is actually after. I don't know if I've ever actually been down here. I'll go with you. <laughs> yeah, when you get back, you're going to help. <laughs> we just oh, drove wow. on the block. We're really not going very far. <laughs> <laughs> when, we, uh, when we are on the way back, uh, I guess I'll take a look at the the new contract or the new job from uh, Ophelia, if I've, if it's been sent. Mm. But that's that's what I'll be doing in the meantime. I'll give the military-grade arm and two legs to Gore and tell him that Ophelia is sending someone over to grab these, and she should have payment if we're not here. Yeah, Gore would look at those and, you know, this goes for a lot of money. Like, you don't have to give it to him. <laughs> if we want to keep you employed, we do. Sure. I like being employed. You're great. Good call. Yeah, and I'll uh, head downstairs with the guys. Yeah, as you guys return back to bold requisitions, Barry's walking around cleaning. Gore is texting away on his phone. You guys are able to move down below. You see a few different bookcases. What stands out to Lucius, though, is a section that says Father's Journals. I shouldn't have put this off. Grabbing onto the first journal, Lucius opens up. Inside, written by Mortimer, it says, Nothing tells me more that the universe cares not for us at all. The kings cannot be bothered to spare a thought. There should have been a storm. I should have been facing a villain with a weapon in my hand, but no. Sadly, it was a sunny day. The fever took him, and that's when my son, Lucius, died. And that's where we'll end this session! What? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Thanks for listening, and a special thanks to Nihilor for providing us the music. Uh, Both the intro and outro were created by him, and the title of the track is Bush Week.